0: Drive me mad,
1: you? No, just kidding. Uh, I was about to sing, and sing
0: to you too. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome. Oh, we had, we had already started. okay
1: I'm fucking dead.
0: I'm tone it. <laughs> the what? So I'm like, tone it down." Oh. It's loud, and
1: you're picking up this one. I'm loud. I'm sorry, guys. I'm loud. I, the other mic hears me. We gotta get better mics. <laughs> the other mic hears me. Yeah. <laughs> You're me when i'm sleeping <laughs> 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 that's but scary
0: welcome to episode i don't even know what this, yeah, this is this
1: is episode four
0: welcome to episode okay. four it is thursday
1: no it's friday
0: welcome to episode
1: no. four. what F- how did that make sense it's sunday
0: this is sunday
1: this is sunday now.
0: okay welcome then that's not episode four
1: okay but anyway welcome to kills and chills we're your hosts Ken and Dan.
0: <laughs> yes. As you have come to know, if you're listening.
1: If you have, if you have been listening, yes.
0: 80, I hope you're listening.
1: 80, listen. Because
0: if she does, that would be really sad.
1: Well, she just pretends that she listens. She's our only supporter. Hey, 80, real quick. The code word is peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm asking for the code word. I'm asking for the code word. And if she doesn't know it, what's going down? Oh, oh it's going to go down. Oh. Ooh, okay. Want to
0: see this? Yeah. Um. But yeah, today we're gonna be covering the elusive,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the elusive Craigslist <crankless> goat. <laughs> goat. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what we're covering
0: today. We're, we're... Gonna switch it up. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna topsy turvy it, and I am going to go first.
1: Yes, we're gonna we're gonna chill and kill tonight. Yeah, we're gonna chill that and kill today. <laughs> chill and kill. Chill and kill. That's that sounds dangerous. Sounds that hot. Sounds, that actually sounds like what the guys i'm gonna talk about did it sounds like
0: what paris hilton used to do with her boyfriends chill and kill chill and kill like it's hot
1: oh my god (laughs) anywho um
0: how was your day (laughs) then
1: it's been long um but it's overall i got to spend it with you so it was good
0: as it should be Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. i had a glass of champagne i would be like cheers
1: with your Big Blue. Oh, uh,
0: here. Let's, let's. Cheers. Cheers. Perfect. Yes. Chimpagny. Chimpagny. Let me take a sip. Fuck, oh. that was loud. I'm so sorry. Sponsored by and Big Blue. <laughs> Sponsored by Big Blue. Bro, okay. Honest to God, this is my favorite. It's just, like soda? soda ever. What does it taste like? You want to try it? Sure. It's really, I just, it's room temperature, yeah. but it's so good. It tastes like cotton candy to me.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. That's oh, much. you made
0: an ugly face. Hmm. Like, I'm
1: sure I would have loved it as a little kid. That's too sugary.
0: There's only eight, 80 grams of sugar.
1: I don't know. It, it tastes sugary. Does it? Yeah. You're like, I don't have a sweet tooth. Yeah, it drinks the most sugary drink ever.
0: I don't
1: have two too sweet tooth. Just too sweet tooth. Too sweet tooth.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. Big Blue is my favorite drink. Like soda. My favorite it's drink soda. is the Pochico. Mm. We all know this. Oh really? Okay, well,
1: well, I knew that, but I didn't know Big Blue was your favorite soda. Yeah,
0: Big Blue is my ultimate favorite because okay, I used to have this ex, and every night he would bring me a Big Blue and a sandwich. He would bring bring me a Big Blue, a sandwich, and a bag of chips. That's honestly, that's cute. Yeah,
1: and I was like, yeah, it was, I was so skinny. Anyway, mine would just bring me like tacos himself. Oh, and then we'd go get Burger King before they close Burger king berber king and i'd order like a number one with cheese no tomatoes and then one day he brought it for me because they were gonna close if he came to go come get me and he got it with tomatoes i was like ah oh. and i ate it anyway and that's the story of how i started liking tomatoes that's disgusting
0: <laughs> oh i remember you told me these yeah. stories
1: Okay, let's so cut the case. Let's cut the case. You're starting us off today. I sure am. Okay.
0: I got a little too comfortable and I put my notes on. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I grew up with. I guess we all
1: grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. You, bro, you know, yeah. for having grown up with this, I actually don't know. I feel like I know a lot because I've seen documentaries and I say this all the time on this podcast. Like, I don't know a lot about it. <laughs> this one I kind of do. But I'm hoping that you bring something more to the table.
0: Let's hope so. Because I literally <laughs> we, I researched like right now. Yeah, okay. So okay, so we're gonna be talking about the elusive chupacabra. oh uh. Um basically, if you don't know and you live under a fucking rock, that means goat sucker. I'm a goat sucker. It's a goat sucker. And what it does is sucks the blood from goats. It's very self explanatory allegedly i was
1: told by my mom and dad that they would like the chupacabra was gonna come get me if i didn't go to bed is that like the kukui yeah that was like the kukui for me i I had no idea what the fuck a kukui was i still don't know what the fuck a is. it's like a boogeyman the kukui is a boogeyman oh but i had no idea like that's not what they used to scare me with they used to scare me with that chupacabra
0: my mom never did that thank god
1: oh no (laughs) this is
0: why i'm a dumbass and like (laughs) this shit (laughs) because she she never did this uh but anywho So, the Chupacabra is a fucking goat sucker. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico is where it was first sighted. Okay. The beast is said (laughs) to be heavy, but the size of a small bear. So, it's like a baby bear size. And the spine protrudes out of its body.
1: I heard that. Yeah. Hmm,
0: And all the the spooky pictures, they have like the little...
1: Yeah, he kind of looks like a little lizard man.
0: Yeah, he looks like a reptile. Elizabeth they said alien man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, thing. Um, oh. he. The first attacks were reported in nineteen ninety five in Puerto Rico, where eight sheep were discovered dead with three puncture wounds to their chests, and they were completely drained of blood. Sorry, what year? Ninety five. Really, this is a recent thing. Yeah, it wasn't a thing until like later, like when I was an older child five no <laughs> i was five yeah i'm fucking dead oh yeah this is like not that old
1: i thought this was an old like folklore no that's really not wow old. wow hmm. I, so i'm older than the fucking chupacabra is what you're telling me i'm older than stuff crust pizza and the fucking chupacabra <laughs> i did not know about the stuff yeah crust crust pizza that one came out in 94 <laughs> yeah
0: Wow. I'm
1: mean, you're older than Subcrisp's Pizza?
0: I can't believe I'm older than both of you. <laughs> um,
1: all three of us. And all fucking
0: three of y'all. <laughs>
1: fucking <hate> you. Me the Chupacabra and Pizza. Fucking
0: Um. Okay, so yeah. The creatures were all drained of blood. Okay. A few months after the first attack in March um, in the Puerto Rican town of... I don't even know if I how to fucking say that. Canovanas? hmm Canovanas? Over one hundred and fifty farm animals and pets were killed. Ooh. And they all had the same three markings and the bloods were drained and sometimes the organs were taken out.
1: Uh uh-huh.
0: yikes. Gross. Um let's see. Similar deaths were reported are you ready for the list? Yes. In the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador. Peru and Brazil. Wow. They travel, man. It's <laughs> like the fucking moth,
1: man. I feel like it was like a game of telephone for the Chupacabra. You know what? Maybe this is why my parents scared me with this because it was a brand new thing.
0: Yeah, probably. And they're like, it was this rabid dog creature. Yeah.
1: Also, a quick uh, retraction from my earlier statement that Stuffcrest came out in 1994, came out March. T- 26 1995 same year as a chupacabra gone
0: <laughs> thank you for that thank you for that little tidbit most chupacabras that have been sighted are dogs or wolves with mange or diseases the ones that have I've heard been that seen. too there was like a year's back i remember there was one where there's this fucking thing running and it was looked all creepy but it was like a coyote that was like oh, with mange yeah yeah
1: i think it was here like it came on the news
0: Hold on, I'm getting to it. Oh, that.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> um, hold on the house. <laughs> Many of these sightings have all been alleged, but they're not verified. A man in Conroe, Texas, which is not that far from us, mm-hmm. supposedly photographed one, but honestly it looks like a fucking wolf. Oh. Like I looked up the pictures in the article and I was like, this looks like a fucking big ass wolf. Oh. Like I need you to calm down, sir. Like, You're not catching a fucking chupacabra. <laughs> Earlier this year, actually, I remember this because my homepage at work is mm-hmm. Yahoo, mm-hmm. so I get to see like the news and shit. Yeah, um, there was this—I don't—I don't know if it was a video because I never watched it. Give me the creeps. But there was a still image of this weird. It looked like a dog, but it also looked too long to be a dog. Ew! And <laughs> they were saying that it was a half-human, half-animal creature, that. Killed two dogs. Oh, and hold on, I have some quotes. If mm-hmm. you, if you, if you, if you do, if you do not mind. mind, please hold. Okay. Oh, look, look, oh. look. Let me show you the picture. It's like a
1: little, that looks like a, like a deformed Great Dane.
0: Oh shit, maybe. Um, <laughs> don't debunk this shit. This is my segment, you asshole.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay,
0: so one person commented, and this I thought this was kind of weird. And he's like, I saw one of these things in 2005. It was a, cr- it was crossing a bridge and we came upon it. It blew my mind because it looked at us and it turned and began moving just like a kangaroo would. And cleared the concrete bridge well easily. What the fuck? And cleared the concrete bridge wall easily and dropped at least 15 to 20 feet. Oh. Another added. These are all quotes. Mm-hmm. Here in the Philippines, it is called an aswang. A swan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it is a man that transforms into a monster dog. It <gasps> is a demon. It is a <gasps> demon.
1: Oh my god. Um,
0: it is a demon. It can even shift into a cat or a big bird.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's ugly, but
0: it's very ugly. Um, I remember seeing reports on the news when I was a kid, and they're like, "The Chupacabra escaped." What I had understood Escape from where? That's what I'm telling you. What I had understood was that <gasps> he's in your No. No. (laughs) This is what I heard as a kid. Oh. Was that this weird creature was cooked up in a fucking lab.
1: Yeah. Area 51?
0: No, in Mexico. Oh. Oh. And they had been trying to do some weird hybrid shit. And the chupacabra was like, well, bro, I'm powerful. Now I gotta go. And he fucking pieced the fuck out of there. (laughs) And he started killing the sheep. Uh Uh-huh. The sheep. and then that's it like he he became who he is oh he became the hero that we all know <laughs> the hero we all know like, and love oh my god a chupacabra yeah i love it and i mean it doesn't seem as scary now like i well i actually i mean if i ran into it i'd be pretty scared yeah thank
1: you for bringing all this to the table because i didn't i didn't know all of this i thought it was like an old creature I thought it had been around forever. If anything, I pictured it in like the 60s, especially.
0: No, it's, it's, a, it's a newer 90s thing. Fu- it's a fucking
1: it's 90s a fucking, baby. It's a
0: 90s baby. It's a 90s
1: trend. The Chupacabra. Yeah. Only real 90s kids will remember.
0: There's a fucking, I think it was a bar I said, mm-hmm. downtown called the oh. Chupacabra. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, open until yeah. 2 a.m. It's literally right by our job.
1: Twelve thirty five. Let's go.
0: You wouldn't even go get food.
1: I'll go get a drink.
0: No, but anywho, the are different. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. So that's mine is super short today because I mean the Chupacabra is not real. So
1: no, he is. I wasn't scared for no reason in the nineties.
0: Yeah, you were. No, I was <laughs> not real.
1: Um, Mothman isn't
0: real. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> she just gave me disrespect a disrespect, my lord and savior, moth man.
1: <laughs> oh god! But yeah,
0: um, that was my little tidbit of the triple code.
1: I'm perfect. It's perfect.
0: We're on to Dan's shindig.
1: My Dan's kill. Okay, so let's get some killing. Oh, oh, came That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about um dean which dean dean coral um
0: (laughs) i was like was i supposed to ask any of this because like you looked at me and i'm like are you
1: giving me cues i'm dead this is how guys must feel when they're with a girl and they're like she giving me signs give me signs is it okay to touch your boob now yeah like like, (laughs) am i supposed to me bro my ass has been hanging off this fucking in this position my back hurts now bro touch it i'm just kidding (laughs) um (laughs)
0: i'm just kidding hold on before we continue Hmm. we're watching this show like a paranormal show it's not ghost adventures it's something else oh it's like the 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 tennessee wraith chasers or whatever and they're doing like (laughs) a live show and the guy's talking all of a sudden a cat walks by and it's just like (laughs) hello and then they like zoomed into the guy's
1: face so we couldn't see the cat anymore i love the cat but
0: little did they know the cat was the most entertaining part about it.
1: And we noticed the cat. Yeah. I want the cat to come back. I want the
0: cat to come back too. I don't care about these ghosts.
1: Mm-hmm. I want the kitty cat? Okay. So we're gonna talk about
0: Dean. Uh
1: Dean Quarrel. Okay. Cool. And he's another Houston guy. Uh he was chilling here for a while. Oh he's Yeah. Oh I didn't know yeah. that. You didn't know that. Well, okay. I don't even know who this is actually. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of the candyman? Yes. Dean's the candyman. Dean's the candyman. Dean Corll is the Candyman. Okay. Let me tell you why. Okay. Uh, December 24th, uh, 1939, Christmas Eve, uh, he was born in Fort Wayne, Indiana, to parents Mary Robinson and Arnold Edwin Corll. Uh, the father was known to be very, like, um, hard and strict on his kids, but, like, the mom was, like, was, like like your mom. She was, like, very kind to them. She was very overprotective over them. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, so they argued a lot, uh, you know, marriage was very tumultuous, and then they ended up divorcing in 1946. They did give it another go, um, but it was short-lived, it only lasted, like, three years. They divorced, the first time they divorced was 1946, got back together in 1950, and then by 1953, they were divorced, um... When they had remarried, they were living in Pasadena and uh, the mom took them out of here and she remarried a guy, a traveling clock salesman named Jake (laughs) West. What year was this? This was uh, 1953. A traveling clock
0: salesman. Yeah. Who even? Yeah. This reminds me of fucking Metamorphosis Kafka what you never heard that you never heard you never read that short
1: story in school no what no, i didn't okay well this guy jake was a clock salesman loves it jake from clock yeah. salesman farm yeah. mm-hmm. um they moved to vider texas vider vidor vider i think i have no idea they moved to vider texas uh fun fact in 1993 the kkk marched there uh once uh african americans were like had bought houses there uh because you know houses were cheap in 1993 they had marched and uh, which like of course like uh the black families were like well we get it we'll leave so they left and that's terrible <laughs> for 1993 yeah that's pretty flat. yeah i was like too come on bro uh but anyway the family moved in, and they started a, a candy company. In the early days, they were working out of the garage. Um, Dean and his brother they were uh, working like day and night uh, in the in the candy factory uh, while still attending high school. Um, and Dean he attended uh, the Viter High School from 1954 to 1958. Uh, he was thought to be like a bit of a loner, kind of a a recluse. <laughs> a brown recluse. A brown recluse. But, uh, oh my
0: god. Yeah. A brown recluse. A recluse. Yeah. Oh, should I hit the mic? Mobile?
1: Uh-oh. You know, he still made good grades and, you know, he he was thought to be, like, you know, a well-behaved student. But also, this is coming from the fucking high school where the KKK marched in 1993. Of course. So. <laughs> After high school, his family moved to, uh, the northern outskirts of Houston to be closer to the city where most of the product was being sold because, uh... The stepfather he would sell it as he was traveling and most of the places where he, he would sell it was the candy the was cloth in... no no the candy <laughs> the candy i'm so sorry i'm, so, I'm, so I'm sorry. like so stuck on
0: the cloth <laughs> uh
1: the candy uh they moved uh to houston because they were selling most of the candy here so it was like profitable to... okay hold
0: on sorry where did the candy come from
1: they had. Oh, they opened a candy company. I said. Oh, they one. opened a candy company. Yeah. Candy. They oh opened God. a candy company. Okay, they, got it. They, got it. Got it. They had a the candy company that you know. I said they were working out of the garage. Yeah. Yeah. But in 1960, uh, Dean um, moved in with his grandmother in Indiana. His grandmother was a widow. She was alone. So I was like. Better go hang out over there. Sure to say his grandmother was a witch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You're ready for the spookies. Um. Anyway, we're past the spookies. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. Very true. Okay, but you know, 1960s Indiana. Oh, what else are you gonna do but meet a nice girl and hang out with her and waste her time?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs>
1: um, just kidding. Um so he got close to this uh one girl and like I guess the girl was like smitten enough to like propose to him. She proposed to him in nineteen sixty two. Uh like imagine like how fucked that is. For like the one time you shoot your shot and propose to the guy, not only does he turn out to be a serial killer, but he also says no. Fuck <laughs> I wouldn't um, be able to recover from that. Yeah. I hope she recovered. Um, But, yeah, he rejected the marriage and, like, immediately, like, skedaddled out of there. He was like, all right, well, it's time to go back home. He moved back uh, that same year, 1962. uh, But by that time, his family had already moved to Houston Heights. And then shortly after, uh, he moved into an apartment above uh, the candy shop, the new candy shop that they had. August 10th, 1964, he got drafted into the U.S. Army. And by the time he came back, uh, his mother was divorced. Uh, she started up her own candy company. Um This one, the old one is called uh, Pecan Prince, and this one she named it Coral, Coral Candy Company. And during his time in the army, this is where he had, like, he realized he was gay. He uh had his first, like, homosexual experiences. He experimented while he was in the army. And uh a lot of people said that when he came back, it was like, hmm, he's acting a little weird around the guys. And yeah, he, he you know, He was like, yep, I'm gay. Um, Surprise. Surprise. Um, But, you know, he was honorably discharged from uh, the military because he had said, I have to be with my family. I have to help them with the candy shop. Oh,
0: he was honorable. Yeah. If Uh, he was dishonorable, coward, coward. Uh, But by
1: 1965, they moved the candy shop uh, to 22nd Street. And it was directly in front of an elementary school, Helms Elementary School. And he became known as the candy man there. He would, like, give out candy to the kids and stuff like that. And especially to, like, teenage boys. And then, like, his apartment became, like, or, like, the shop became, like, a hangout. Oh, this is, like,
0: Gacy.
1: A little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. Okay, well, I'm not going to get there yet, but...
0: Okay. Um... You're about to fun fact I'm me. That you fun,
1: Yeah, I was about to fun fact the fuck out of you, but
0: <laughs> um, we'll fun fact the fuck out of you, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> but we're we're gonna hold off on that. Let's okay. hold off. So, so okay. His apartment became like a a hot hangout. Um, you know, kids would come over and get drunk, get high. He, I okay. This is what I read. He would host glue and paint sniffing parties. I was like, "What? Did they not have weed at the time?" Like, glue and paint sniffing. That sounds like it
0: would fuck up your brain. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I, I. can't stand you, you. I don't know about all that. Not, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't even like the weeds, let alone the paint. <laughs>
1: the paint. So like, you, hey, you ever done paint? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I went a little too hard in the paint. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh
1: my god! Is that what it is? I don't think. Oh my god! Maybe. Oh my god! we're not hip. Anyway, um, 1967, he befriends this uh, 12-year-old sixth grader named David Brooks, and you know, obviously, it's fucked any time a grown-ass man willingly seeks out to like befriend a 12-year-old. Yeah. Like, um, you know, to Brooks, I guess it felt like. No, well, it's just it's a, a guy. It's just a friend. Yeah. And, you know, he would take him on trips. He would run errands with him. Um, he'd take him, you know, to the beach. And, like, he felt like, because he, he was a kind of nerdy. Well, not nerdy, but he, like, had the glasses and stuff. The 1960s glasses. <laughs>
0: I'm fucking, the yeah. big
1: ones? Yeah, the big ones. And he was, like, yeah, he was one of the first adults that, like, I hung out with that didn't make fun of me. And I was, like, oh, okay, well cool that's kind of nice yeah that's kind of nice and like he began to see him as like a father figure but then like two years after like he met him like he had groomed him and so by 1969 at his like at coral's urging like it be it like turned into a sexual relationship yeah uh and like so he was like what 14 yeah 14 Uh and he would like give him like gifts Mm -hmm. and like he would give him cash uh Probably drugs and alcohol, too. Paint? Paint. Yeah, paint and glue. Paint and glue. uh, If he would... Sounds like arts and crafts to me. (laughs) Yes. If uh, he, like, bribed him with that, if he would let Coral, like, give him oral sex. Like, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, And then around that, that same year... He, like, walked in on, like, Dean. Like, this is from... I don't know. I thought it was, like, Dean was torturing these guys, like, with heinous intent. But I think, like... I don't know if these guys were willing participants or not. I don't know. Mm. It's not clear. I see, like, conflicting reports. But he walked in on him, like, with these guys strapped to, like, a torture board. What the fuck? Yeah. And he was like, uh... I'm sorry, am I not supposed to be here? I was like, I don't know, I'm so sorry. Come here, um, we're going to ha- yank some dicks. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it, it was like two boys, and, you know, it, I read that he let them go after he walked in on them, mm-hmm. and that, um, and he was like, he like offered him a, propo- a proposal, he was like, forget whoever saw this, and I'll buy you a car. And the kid was like, okay. So I'm fucking dead. he got him a car and then coward. Coward. And then he offered him two hundred dollars if he would for every boy that he could get into his apartment. Oh he was offering him two hundred dollars. He was
0: using him as a fucking lure, mm-hmm. dude. He was like yep. Pokemon going, these yeah. guys. Mm-hmm.
1: And um they had like a lot of victims. Like uh the first victim was eighteen year old Jeffrey Cohen. He was picked up while hitchhiking to Houston. He uh, was coming back home um from from U T and University of Texas. Mm-hmm. And um they picked him up and they was like, Oh we're going to this like party, we're gonna we're gonna get so fucking shwasted. You should come and he was like, Yeah, okay. Uh later did he you know. Boom. Uh like they he got sold into yeah, his sex stuff. They yeah. Like they held him Absolutely. captive. Uh they like assaulted him they beat him tortured him and then they killed him
0: yeah like
1: that's what he would do and like he would uh david would lure his own friends for dean to like Molest. to to rape to Ugh. rape and torture and kill like he knew what he was doing to them and, and he was fine with that and he was like two hundred dollars oh like, which like like brings me back to like this conversation i had with my mom she was like never trust anyone i was like fuck mom okay Seriously. Yeah. You know, it, it's sometimes it'd be your own. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up bringing this other guy, Elmer Wayne uh, Henley. Uh, David brought him in. His name was
0: Elmer? Elmer. Like yeah. the glue. I <laughs> <Yeah>. see <laughs> <That's> a pattern <laughs> here. Stop.
1: <laughs> <It's> tough. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like thought that Elmer was supposed to be like a victim as well, but like Dean was like, hmm. I like you. So, like, he made him the same offer. like, if you can get me kids in here, uh, $200 for you. And, and he was like... Well, at first, it's said that he, like, denied it. Like, he was like, no, thank you. I want nothing to do with this. And that even, like, before he had met him, two of his close friends had been vi- Dean's victims. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had even helped put out flyers and stuff like that. Oh, what the hell? To help find them. Until he finally, like, was like, all right, okay, I guess. And, like, they started, like, this, you know, killing spree. Like, they were just, like, it was, like, one after another after another. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only time that they slowed down is when uh, one of them got married and, like, was, like, taking care of a kid and the other one, like, broke a leg or something or, something, the hell? or something. Yeah. And so, like, they weren't really around to help him. But then as soon as, like, they were back... It it picked up again and um at one point there was like this victim and then like at a later date his brother was also like killed. Whose brother? A victim's <laughs>
0: oh, oh. I thought the the original guy's brother.
1: No no no. There's like two brothers that were like taken they were walking to their parents' home and uh, they they picked them up and um like they they were like, Oh, we have like free free stuff, we have from alcohol the booze, the drugs, the glue, <laughs> the glue, and they they lured him, and they lured them, and and they raped and tortured and more, and more murdered, and murdered them, and um, they buried them in like a a boat shed that they that Dean had rented. Uh huh. Um, and then between March and May of 1971, Coral abducted and killed like three more victims and. It's just, like, a lot of them. It's, like, one after the other after the other.
0: They were on a fucking killing spree. Yeah, the,
1: this was all in the span of three years. Wow. From 1970 to 1973.
0: How many victims were there total?
1: A lot of reports say, like, they, they give them in the 20s. And then mm-hmm. there was this news outlet that reported 30. and But either way, like, at the time, so, like, I can't get a clear number on it. I keep getting contradicting numbers, but at the time of these murders in 1970, 1973, or mm-hmm. 1973, uh, this was the most prolific serial killer in America.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. He
1: held that title for a while. That's crazy. Uh, yep. They were dumped in that boat shed that oh, I was talking about. yeah. That he rented. Uh, they were also dumped in in Galveston uh, in Sam Rayburn Lake. Or Lake Sam Raven, sorry, uh-huh. and in Jefferson County, that's where most of the bodies were, were dumped. Um, it was like his dumping ground, and then um, I don't know. It was just like really, like really fucked shit. Like he would like tie them to like boards. Uh, when they searched his van, like they found like this, like like a coffin with like holes drilled into it. And so like, oh, what does he, that even mean? So he could keep him in there and like they could still breathe. And, like, he was just, like, so sadistic and, like... That sounds horrible. And here comes the fun fact that I wanted you, because you said uh, something about Gacy. Gacy was actually inspired by Dean. Like, a lot of his, like, the torture board that Gacy had Uh was was because Dean had that board.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so
1: smart. (laughs) But, yeah, uh... Uh, I can't believe this. He moved to 2020 Lamar Drive. Um, no known victims were killed between February 1st and June 4th, 1973. Uh, this is where, like, uh, like he was ill for a while. Um, Henley had moved away uh, to Mount Pleasant to distance himself, and these might, you know, be reasons for the, the lull and, and the killings, right? But then in June, like, it picked up again once, uh, both Henley and Brooks, uh, returned. And, uh, when, uh, Henley and Brooks, uh, stood trial, they testified that level of brutality in the murders, um, like, was, like, fucked. Like, it was, like, it was, like, bad.
0: hmm
1: Uh, it was, like, bloodless. Like, I think at that point he'd been, he'd been killing so much and, like, the lull happened and when he picked up again it was like he couldn't stop himself oh what the hell yeah um
0: that's what i call a serial killer
1: mhm okay. and then on august 3 1973 this i'm going to mention this victim especially just because he's like finally the last victim uh huh he's a thir- he was a 13 year old boy from south houston um he his name was james s stanton Dremala. And he was abducted uh, by Brooks and Coral while uh, riding his bike in Pasadena, and he was driven to Lamar Drive, and then um, like, he was like tied to the torture board. You know, things were done to him, and then he was strangled, and he was buried in the boat shed. And uh, and Brooks like said he was like a, a small blonde boy, uh, and you know, like he like spent time with him like forty five minutes, I think. Before, like, they finally attacked him. And I was like, oh. Wow. That's, that's How off. do you not
0: build, like, a little bond? Like, yeah, with, like, a little that. 13-year-old boy. Like, yeah.
1: Her, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, on August 7th, 1973, uh, Henley, at the time, age 17, uh, like, told his friend, hey, you should come over. His name was Timothy Cordell Curly. Uh Said that they were going to go to a, a party at... Uh, Corals the Pasadena and like because he moved to Pasadena at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they were gonna have a party at, at the apartment, and he he was intended to be a rape victim, and and but he obviously he didn't know that, so he was like yeah okay. So he didn't know he was gonna be raped. Uh, and, you know they started I guess pre gaming. They like sniffed some paint fumes and drink alcohol. <laughs> like I sniff some paint. Like, sniff some paint. Some I love paint. it. Get ready for the pregame. We're gonna sniff some paint. We're
0: gonna snort some glue.
1: Snort some glue, of course. Uh but you know, they're hanging out pregaming and then um uh this girl, fifteen year old Rhonda Williams, uh who had been beaten by her drunken father that evening, um, decided to like leave her house until like her dad became sober. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hen- Henley invited Williams to spend uh, the evening in Coral's home. And Williams agreed and climbed to the uh, backseat of uh, the other guy's uh, Volkswagen. And and they drove off to Coral's house. And, you know, it's like th- about 3 a.m. August 8th, 1973. Uh, they're all like, you know... They-, they return to the house. And, like, Dean is there. And he's pissed. Like, he, like... He tells them in private, that like, like, why the fuck did you bring a girl to the house? He, was, he, he was didn't like, like the ladies? Yeah, he was a woman hater, I guess. Uh, but he was like, why did you do that? Uh. And Henley was like, oh, she had a fight with her dad. She didn't want to go home. And, like, they he thought that Dean had, like, calmed down. He was like, all right, all right, cool. Uh, and then, like, the, the three teenagers started smoking, drinking, partying. And then after when they passed out like 2 hours later uh like they found themselves like uh gagged and like like bound deep. yeah like he was like tying them up uh henley like henley was also tied up and henley's like the accomplice right uh his mouth had been like taped shut and his ankles were bound together uh-oh yeah
0: things about to get mm-hmm. bad
1: he was like, "Fuck!" I'm sure, he, like in his head, he thought, "Wow, all all this fucked up shit that's been happening to the boys I've been bringing to him is about to happen to me." I bet that's what fucking went through his head. Done. And like he he was able to convince him though, uh, to let him go. But like Dean was super mad. He was like, "Man, you blew it by bringing that girl. I'm gonna kill you all." But like you know, like I think he was like gonna gonna rape him honestly, but. Um, he like, agreed to, like, uh, let him go. Like, Henley was, like, no, let me go so I can fucking help you. Like, I want to fucking rape him, too, blah, blah, blah. I want to rape him, too. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know what exactly what was let said. Let I, uh, I was in present at the time. But uh, you, Dean, like, was convinced. And he was, like, all right, but So he untied him. And, like, Dean was, or Henley was holding the gun. And... Rhonda, she was like, at one point, uh, you know, while she Dean was torturing the other kid, she was like, is this for real? And, well, yeah. And she was like, well, are you gonna do anything about it? And I think that's, like, what flipped the switch. And he Mm -hmm. he pointed the gun at Dean. And, like, Dean was like, you coward! Coward! He was like, get back here, coward! You're not gonna do anything! He was like, you're not gonna do it! And, like, Henley fucking shot the shit out of him. Fuck. I was like, pow pow. Right, bing bang, <laughs> Pew pew. Pew pew. He like they called the police. Um uh, you know, he shot him Dean went down. Henley released Curly and uh his friend and uh the other girl Rhonda from the torture board. Uh all three teenagers dressed and discussed uh, you know, what what they should do. And um, Henley said uh, to the guy and, and to Rhonda that they should just leave. And then uh, Curly said, No, we should call the police. Because uh, I don't think the other two knew the extent of what was going mm, on. Yeah. But, like, Henley obviously knew that she had about been to involved. Go down yeah. And, like, they should probably leave. And, but, like, I guess the fact that the other two were with them. Yeah. They call the police and they get there. And, and he swears, like, that it was in self defense, uh that Coral had threatened Elmer with the gun. So, you know, um uh, he he calls the, the police. Hold on. He calls the the police and when they arrive there um uh, Henley's saying that uh he only shot him in self defense. And uh but like the detectives were like, hmm, something's amiss here. Mm-hmm. And so by that afternoon, uh He had led detectives to the rented boat shed in southwest Houston. And, like, they extracted, like, 17 corpses from their graves. And then they drove to Lake Sam Rayburn, and it turned out four more graves. And then six others were found uh, on the beach uh, at High Island in Galveston over there. Fuck. And then for a total of 27 bodies. And then Henley insisted that there was more, uh, like, at least two more bodies in the boat shed. Uh, plus two more at high island but the police called off the search uh like because like they're like hmm, what for like we already broke the record for california's like for the highest serial like killer at the time which was uh, what the fuck yeah which was juan corona someone else like suggested that uh more bodies were buried at uh the corals candy shop but authorities had no interest in pursuing that because they already they already had like a shit ton of bodies. I'm like, that's
0: so stupid. Yeah,
1: but also you have like fucking missing victims. You have missing people's uh, missing cases, don't you? Like, yeah, hello? but can't you assign
0: it to like one person and have them worry about that one right? thing,
1: just that one case? Yeah, I don't know, people. Hmm, I don't know. And then most of the kids were from that he kidnapped were from the heights. Which was a poor area at the time, uh-huh. so like they're like, oh, these are just runaways. No one's really oh, looking for them. Fuck. So it was kind of a, a that kind of deal too. Um, but in custody, uh, Brooks and Henley confessed to the roles uh, in in the murders. In um, the trial, it came out that like Wayne seemed to enjoy causing pain, and and they were both sentenced to uh, life in prison. Uh, they're up for parole every so often, but every every time they get denied. One of them, hold on, one of them, one of them asked for a retrial. What the hell? And he still got charged the exact same thing he had the first time. Fuck! It was Henley. Yeah, it was Elmer Henley that like was like retrial. I was like, okay, same same shit. You still did it
0: dead yeah, these people but, are stupid
1: yeah but, but that was it dang the gist of it
0: that's it was, fucking crazy yeah there's
1: so many bodies in here i can't like, believe this was in houston oh yeah and i remember like there's this uh there's this youtube video that like youtube channel that explains it a lot better than i could ever is when i explained it his name's like rob dyke and he has like a video on this and, like, you hear him talking about it. It's just, like, vic- and, like, he names all the victims, like, victim after victim after victim after victim after victim. After victim. In the end, you're just kind of like, wait, who? Because, like, it's just, like, one after the other after the other. Like, this guy was, like, honestly, like, insatiable. Like, like yeah, yeah, he couldn't thirst stop. thirst Yeah. And I've heard that before, that, like. That serial killers think that, like, you know, oh, I'll stop, and then it's, like, just one more kill, and, like... It's like fucking drugs, Yeah, bro. yes. It's exactly it. Like, it's, like, a fucking adrenaline thing. Once you go back to it, you realize that you need to, like, kick it up a notch and, like, kill more to, like, satisfy that fucking... That high that, that you're constantly, like, seeking.
0: Wow. hmm That's insane. Yeah. I can't believe this. Yeah is the candy place still
1: no because it was his okay. so like obviously they foreclosed on it i guess Wild. but yeah that's the case of dean coral doesn't say yeah so many bodies i didn't like...
0: even know who the fuck that was until right now well
1: now you know like you know yeah I... not a lot of people know who he is not a lot of people remember him at all like but at one point he was like the most prolific serial killer in america wild yeah
0: shit dude i'm like what the fuck this guy was insane
1: oh that's a that's a creaky bed
0: yeah it sure is yeah <laughs> um any last thoughts
1: if you're like 12 and an older man tries to befriend you obviously he's not good news Stay if safe. anyone
0: tries to befriend you just say no just say no Don't yeah have friends
1: yeah because next thing you know
0: next thing you know you got roped into a cult session And you're sacrificing fucking humans in order to... Or next thing... Feed the beast.
1: Next thing you know, your lifelong friend just fucking sold you out for $200. Or that. That one seems more plausible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not... Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. That was good. (laughs) Don't sniff glue. Don't sniff glue. Or paint. Sniff
1: glue glue or paint.
0: Don't go too hard in the paint.
1: Don't go too hard in the paint. Don't befriend... Old dudes,
0: yeah, old dudes are weird.
1: And be don't safe, y'all. Be what safe? the fuck? Like, and most of these guys, uh, th- or boys, honestly, most of these boys that uh were killed, like, they were also killed while like or picked up while hitchhiking. Was that like, was like a big oh, thing like, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, like one kid got like picked up on his way to Beaumont to visit his mom, and like, hmm. and like the first one was like picked up uh, going to. Coming from, or going from UT to Houston over here, and then, oh, bro, I bet, was I-40, I don't know if I-45 was open at the time, but probably dumped some bodies along I-45. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
1: That's insane. Yeah. Very insane.
0: This is the great city
1: that we live in. There's, you know, not, it wasn't until we started this podcast that I realized exactly how many fucking... How many terrible things happen in this city? Like, oh.
0: Houston's crazy. Where's Batman when you need him? He died. Oh. Anywho, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Kills and Chills. Um, We're going to be getting onto a schedule after today. Mm -hmm. We're going to be uploading every Sunday. And if you want to tell us how great we are, Please don't hesitate. <laughs> we
1: we need that ego boost.
0: We need the ego boost. We need the love. We just want friends, honestly. Honestly. We, just,
1: we have like three friends. Three So. Who's the third one? 80. Who's the second one?
0: Each oh, other. Oh. <laughs> Look, we have to count each other.
1: I'm dead. Me. Who's the third one? For a second, I counted us as one entity we one person, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, we're
0: Bonnie and Clyde.
1: Aw, uh, yes. yes, I love it.
0: Um. Okay, so yeah. Uh. We're going to be uploading every Sunday. We are going to try to get to like 10 episodes.
1: That's the goal, 10 episodes. 10 episodes would be sweet. Before we give up. <laughs> before we give up because no one likes us. Because
0: no one fucking pays attention to what we're trying to say and yeah. we suck at explaining things. Yeah. But yeah that's pretty much all i've got to say um be safe it's the lord's day and don't sniff glue don't sniff glue guys all right keep it pg keep it pg all right thank you so much for tuning in
1: guys bye